You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. On this week's episode, we will be talking about our first Netflix holiday romance movie of the year, Falling for Christmas. Also, hello, it's been a while. Did you miss us? (laughs) It's our favorite time of the year. (laughs) I mean, it really is. I hope you all been waiting for this. Uh, We've got some some real winners coming up, don't we? (laughs) Yes. It was funny because I, I snuggled in, you know, snuggled down to watch this movie and my dad goes why do you do this and i was like because it's fun it's, because it's, it's bad. slight torture but it's fun too <laughs> this one was a lot of torture i'm not gonna lie this one it's still not as bad as christmas wedding planner like that one was yeah. just so horrendous and i think it's also not as bad as the one that i watched with steph when mm-hmm. i was in portland in october we came across one and we turned it on and i was like This movie is horrendous. (laughs) All right. But before we get into all of that, Katie, what have you been doing the past? I don't even remember the last time we recorded Tea Time. Do you? I think it was September. Okay. So past couple of months. Yeah. I also looked at my um, weekly geekery and realized that mine's kind of the same, which is hilarious because I was watching football then too. (laughs) Football is a long season. Yes. Um, it's now the college football, like, division finals. Mm. So, like, yesterday I watched the SEC championship. And then also, like, on Friday I watched um, the – I don't remember all of them. I watched USC lose to Utah, basically. Gotcha. Um, and then I watched a bunch of other ones. Um, there were some upsets – because obviously, like USC was in number was number four team, mm. and they lost to a team that was not in that was like in the top ten, but it was like number ten, ooh, gotcha. which like knocked them out of contention for the college football championship game. Dang. Um, yeah, so it was good. It was a good like I watched football like literally all day yesterday. I even got up at like seven a.m. because I watched the World Cup too. Right. So I watched U.S. versus the Netherlands. Obviously, did not go how I planned. <laughs> I think anyone planned. Um, I'm, I'm assuming U.S. did not win. I know we lost. I was yeah. going to say, I, I just assume that we lose. So, um, They made it out of group, which was very, like, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of surprising because we don't make it out of group very often when we go to the World Cup because we always get placed in what's considered like a death death group, which is like groups with like some of the best teams in the world. Oh, like some okay. of the best countries, we always end up in that group. And I'm like, like, death group is in like, they're not gonna make it. We'll just no, get- <laughs> no, no, no. We just get placed in groups where it's like England and Portugal oh. and like like stuff like that. Like this right. group wasn't. It was similar. So, um, obviously, like I watched that. I did not watch the Korea, the South Korea, um. Portugal game, but I did watch like all the highlights from it because the U.S. Uh, the Korea beat Portugal, right? But mm-hmm. they had to, um, they were basically tied with Uruguay, 
So Uruguay had to score three points in their game against Ghana to advance. Mm. And Ghana stopped them, and they only scored two, which meant that South Korea was going to advance out of group into, uh, like, the 16. So basically, like, if you lose the game, you're out. Gotcha. Now. So they play Brazil on Monday, which is scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, like, I'm really excited for them. So I'm going to try to watch that game tomorrow. Cool. Um, but since the last podcast, I moved yes, <laughs> out of my apartment into my parents' house temporarily while I figure out what I want to do and also figure out what's going on with my job. I also left the country for about 10 days mm-hmm. <laughs> since we last um, talked on this podcast. Um, I went to India for 10 days uh, for work. Um, never been there before. Um the flight was very, very long. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Like, I had a good time. Um, had some once-in-a-lifetime experiences that I would like to try to not replicate later if I do go back. <laughs> right. Um, like, getting bit by some mysterious bug and having my ankle swell up to the size of a softball and then having to fly for 20 hours. I would like to not do that again no. <laughs> in my personal <laughs> preference. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did that. Um, that was an unexpected trip. I got added to the trip like a week before they were leaving. Um, and I mean, I don't... it's a cool experience, you know, you yeah. wouldn't possibly ever done before. And I, I don't think I would have traveled. I don't know if I would ever have, uh, traveled to India, um, on my own. So, uh, I was happy to join the mm-hmm. trip because there were a lot of people like other people from my office were going um that I'm close with so it was a good trip because I got to spend the time with them um I think I have to go back in January it's still kind of up in the air gotcha I don't know um we'll see there's a lot cool. of like this or that could happen don't know what's going on kind of business but it's fine. <laughs> um, we also had a holiday, a couple of holidays. Halloween happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Halloween Horror Nights, which was super fun. Um, and I had Thanksgiving, which I had to work the whole time because my job sucks. No, it doesn't. But your job requires you to jump in when yes. things break. Yeah, that is accurate. Um so I'm planning on taking some extra days off to make up for the three days of extra work I had to do while everybody else was off enjoying the holidays. Exactly. As you should. Yeah. So we'll figure that out. But yeah, that's pretty much like it. I'm still spicy book talking. That's that's still happening. Sweet. Um, I did finish my reading challenge for the year because of spicy book talk because his books are quick reads. So I finished mm-hmm. like, I think I read like. 12 or 13 books which is more i've read in the last like four years probably yeah nice yeah that's awesome this is good stuff anyways that's all i've been doing what about you um i have to go to like my i i record everything that i watch on the app tv time something Mm -hmm. or whatever so i literally have to go back into like my like what did i watch since the last time i was on tea time 
Yeah. Um, I just recently watched the new season of The Crown, and it's been so much fun. It's really hard because I, I've always watched The Crown with Eamon. So mm-hmm. if I ever had any questions or, you know, like, I'm not super kept up on British history, mm-hmm. whatever. I just turn to him and I go, what's that? Who's that? What is mm-hmm. this relation to? And he pretty much knows or he'll quickly look it up or whatever. This time I'm watching it solo and I'm just sitting there like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I talk to Eamon about it afterwards and he goes, oh, yeah, that's like a super important person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I just thought it was a random side character story going on. That's cool. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just flying solo. Uh learning lots but <laughs> it was also a lot of fun just uh having like full-blown discussions with him on the phone about mm-hmm. it every time like my dad be like how's even what's he up to and i was like i don't know but we talked about the crown for like an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> you're like same old same old but did you watch the crown <laughs> <laughs> no it genuinely was like that because like my parents always ask about him obviously yeah. I'm like, I have no idea, but he his thoughts in the crown are, are spicy. You ready? <laughs> Sounds about right for a marriage. Yes. Uh, I've also watched the show called Reboot. It's a Hulu original comedy starring um, Keegan-Michael Mike- Key, Judy Greer, uh, Johnny Knoxville, who is fantastic in that show by the way nice and rachel bloom who i love from crazy ex-girlfriend and it's about the actors in a sitcom reviving their sitcom from the 90s so they're like filming a reboot of their sitcom from the 90s it's obviously a fake sitcom but it's like the classic like you know punchline 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 audience laughter kind of a sitcom um but all of the filming of the show is like what's what they're doing behind the scenes <laughs> and like how their dynamics have changed in 20 years. Like, you know, some of the characters used to date when the show is back on. Now they don't. But like suddenly now they're around each other all the time. And, you know, interesting. Yeah, it's very it's very good. Um, It's not like crazy explicit, but it's more ex- obviously way more explicit than an actual sitcom. <laughs> uh. But it's really good. It's very funny. It was way too short, in my opinion. I think it only had like eight episodes and they're 30 minutes each. So it was like over in a flash. Like, I feel like they just got started and then they're like, all right, we're good. (laughs) Finale. So I'm excited if they do renew that, hopefully. I also watched the new season of Dairy Girls, which was the best, the best season (laughs) they've ever done. Dairy Girls is like it's based in Northern Ireland right and like if you're not from Northern Ireland some of it might go over your head a bit but like especially after living in living in Northern Ireland for a few years like there's just some stuff I look at them and I'm like wow that is the most Northern Ireland thing I've ever heard or like the most Northern Ireland thing like they could do or Mm -hmm. or whatever um and it's set during like the nineties, you know? So it's, you've got all the like funny, like pop culture references and obviously things that were happening in Ireland at the time, like the referendum and things like that. So 
they they deal with like heavy topics but they do it in the absolutely like funniest way possible <laughs> my gosh so i died um i'm really hoping karen has watched it because i've been wanting to message her about it and just be like what do you think she also loves dairy girls apparently also martin scorsese likes dairy girls he just recently mentioned it in a random interview he's like oh yeah i'm watching dairy girls <laughs> and everyone's That's like funny. what it's a it's a damn good show, let me tell you. And then I also watched The Sex Lives of College Girls, which is Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's produced by Mindy Kaling. I don't know if she was a creator or just a producer, but I think she well, she at least produces. And they just had their season two go up recently that I need to catch up on. Um, but it's very good. It's four girls in college at is it an ivy league yeah it is an ivy league and they're all very different girls like very different people and they all kind of have to like obviously fit in because they're roommates but then they they kind of form this beautiful friendship by the end and it's just like super funny super super funny nice um and then i'm also moving twinsy (laughs) (laughs) i know right uh yeah it's fun packing's great we love it especially given how much stuff we (laughs) oh my god can i just say that like i had uh my boss and a co-worker came and helped me move and my brother right Mm -hmm. so it's no secret right into k-pop no secret Yeah. But then, like, when you pack it, it becomes the most frustrating thing because you're just like, why do I have a hobby that has cool sh- stuff you want to buy? Exactly. Right? And so I was packing it, and when I had all of the, like, I have these, like, 27-gallon tubs that are filled with, like, my K-pop stuff because I don't plan on unpacking it. That's the point, is I needed to put it right. in something that was sustainable in the garage that wouldn't, like, get damaged or, mm-hmm. like something anyways there's seven of them (laughs) so when they came to help me they were like what's in here and it was clearly labeled like i like wrote down exactly what was in there and they were like oh my god and i was like look i didn't ask you to come help me to listen to to your commentary (laughs) on my on my hobbies okay and they were like look we're here to help you so you're gonna have to deal with it and i was like men no but anyways um, there's not enough room in the garage for, there's barely enough room in the garage for all of my stuff. I totally forgot. I built a whole shed, which yes, is did. now going to hold my stuff, which is partially why we built the shed and it's going to fill that thing. Yep. Um, yep. and it, like, to be fair, a lot, I'm moving a lot of stuff that is technically like my mom's and mine. So this whole shift, like shed full of stuff is not all mine technically. But like when I just packed my K-pop bookshelf, it was like 10 to 15 boxes. And I, <laughs> when you have to physically move all of those and like care, yeah. like dolly it and all that. And I'm like, I came over here with two suitcases Yep. What what happened in two years? How did I accumulate this much stuff in two years? Yeah. And I, like, got rid of stuff and, like, 
I even like curbed, like we talked about it, right? About like curbing the album buying. So it's mm-hmm. not as bad. I think we both have done well in the last year or two. Yeah. And I like hardly buy anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I keep it strictly to just like streaming stuff and then like only buying albums from specific groups. It's just, it's not my fault if that group comes out with four albums in one year. I was going to say, it's hard because when you think of how many groups we listen to, how many groups we love, and then how many albums each of those groups come out with, even if we buy the absolute minimum, it's still going to be a lot. Stray Kids dropped two albums this year, plus a Japanese Mm -hmm. album. So that's three in one year. Yeah. And that's like just one of a bunch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why I spend my money on concerts. And I went to a lot of concerts too between mm-hmm. September when we had this thing and now. Yeah. A lot. I'm going to my last one in a week. So, my mm-hmm. last one for the year. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, moving on to our main topic. Um, As we mentioned at the top of the show, we will be talking about the Netflix original Falling for Christmas. Falling for Christmas was released on Netflix on November 10th, 2022. So real early. Mm -hmm. Um, They were like, Halloween's over. We're here for, boom, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Uh, (laughs) The film was directed by Janine Damien. Screenplay by Jeff Bonnet and Ron Oliver. Starring Lindsay Lohan, Cord Overstreet, George Young, Jack Wagner, Olivia Perez, Alejandra Flores, and Alejandra Flores. This film is Lindsay Lohan's first role in a major production in over 10 years. Lindsay, her sister, yeah, her sister, Aliana, and Cord Overstreet recorded songs for the project, which are featured on the movie's soundtrack. I didn't realize that. Um, Is it like her singing... Like she, like she sings Jingle Bell Rock and things like that. Um. Well, one of the songs, because I had subtitles on, said like the sister's name and it was like an original holiday song. It was like the one that was like really sad and stuff like when she was leaving. Okay. Clearly I didn't pay attention to the <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> it's fine. But like, hurrah that this is Lindsay's comeback, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Falling for Christmas received generally mixed reviews from critics who mostly found the story to be formulaic, formulaic, sorry, bleh, and cliched, but praised Lohan's acting return and on-screen presence. I mean, what do they expect? I do know. Expect I was the, just like, they're like, where's the originality? Why are you expecting? What are you expecting? Originality from a Netflix Christmas movie? Get off that! <laughs> I was like, when I read that, I was like, they found the story to be formulaic and cliched, and I was like. Like, Duh. I'm sorry, are they Miranda Priestly? Flowers, groundbreaking. Like, <laughs> flowers in spring, groundbreaking. <laughs> no. What the hell? No. Like, no, it me cracks me up. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. It just seems like every other Christmas movie. Yeah. Duh. Like, that's the whole point. <laughs> you think they spent all year writing, trying to figure out the most original plot? No. And, like, if anything, they copied the plot of this movie from another movie that has nothing to do with Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) Anyway, it had one of the best opening weekends for a Netflix original movie in 2022 on the streaming service. So, clearly, 
Netflix is happy. Netflix is like, listen, it performed, the algorithm liked it, we don't care. <laughs> it's all the people that were uh, patiently awaiting to have another uh, movie with Vanessa Hudgens where there was like five of her, but we didn't get that this year. So, you know, there was a real hole in my heart this year because no Christmas Prince and no Princess Switch. Like, I know. It's fine. It's okay. We're filling it. it. We're filling it with a uh, parent trap meets Glee crossover. Here we go. True. (laughs) True. Okay. So the plot. A young newly engaged heiress has a skiing accident in the days before Christmas. After she is diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of the handsome cabin owner and his daughter. Overboard. (laughs) Okay. Overboard meets crit, but like not, but like. But also, yeah. So, like, if anyone has seen the film Overboard... So, there's two versions, right? There was, like, a remake of it later. I think it's the same plot, but, like, role reversal. But the original is Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, okay? And the plot of of, of Overboard is basically, like, rich heiress hires... Like, is Goldie Hawn, and she hires... um, Kurt Russell to redo the interior of her closet and then when she doesn't like it she like pushes him overboard and throws his tools and she's just like a bad person Mm -hmm. but anyways later on that night something happens and she falls overboard off of the boat and it just leaves her there and she ends up in the hospital not knowing who she is where she is or anything and Kurt Russell his character knows who she is and pretends like he doesn't and takes her home because he pretends that that's his wife Mm -hmm. takes her home and basically makes her his like live-in servant like makes her wait on his kids on him does all the laundry cleans the house blah 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 it's awful yeah so but the basic undertone of this plot is that like rich heiress person has accident and then has amnesia and then the person that she had previously met is the person who ends up taking care of her. But at least in this movie, he literally doesn't know who she is. Yeah. Well, what cracked me up is like I was writing in my like play by play notes. Uh-huh. I was like, does he know who she is? And he just can't remember or he like didn't catch her name. So he doesn't. He doesn't know who she is, but he did physically run into her. Or does he not remember that he physically run in, ran into her? No, I think what it is is that, to be fair, she was wearing, like, that big pink hat thing and then, like, right. the giant pair of sunglasses. And he, No, she wasn't wearing the hat thing. What was she wearing? Yeah, she, she was, was wearing yeah. a giant hat and sunglasses, oh, right? And the red was, outfit. It wasn't the fluffy hat. It was, like, a big wide brim hat with a okay. big red fancy like jumpsuit type thing yeah yeah so he like ran into her and like spilled the hot chocolate on her Mm -hmm. but there was like a lot of commotion so i don't think he was like looking at her face and he obviously didn't get introduced to her like how dare you run into the heiress of the belmont ski facility (laughs) sierra like that i just wasn't sure like (laughs) i wasn't sure if he can like you know connected like saw her and was like, didn't I run into you at the Belmont? And then they go, oh, Belmont, let's take you there and see if people know you. Like, that's what I was thinking. I I think that he like honestly, genuinely like didn't remember that she's the person A lot he of ran redheads into. In, uh, <laughs> Summit. What was the town called? Summit something? Springs? 
Summit Springs? Summit Springs. A lot of redheads, I guess. I mean, like, once, like, the dad showed up, right? And he was mm-hmm. like, my daughter. He was like, oh, my God. Like, then right. it clicked for him. But I genuinely think he, he didn't know her, which makes this movie, a, like, a thousand times more not toxic and disgusting. To- like, over Totally. Like, his, his intention was pure. His intention was... Like, hey, I have a cabin or I have a uh, resort. You can come stay at it. You're you're totally welcome to stay there as long as you need to. Not like, hey, I can make her work for me for free because my, you know, resort is struggling. I mean, he yeah. did kind of like, he's like, well, she needs to. <laughs> well, he did the whole thing because it was like, well, the doctor said that her memory would come back if she did normal activities. So to him, he thought like, okay, well, maybe we'll just have her like do normal stuff, like make beds, sweep, yeah, do laundry. Which she couldn't do. She anything. can't. Well, she's an heiress. She can't function like a normal oh, human know. being. I don't know about you though, but I was dying laughing when she was trying to make the bed. I was like. Real world struggle of trying to put a fitted foot fitted sheet on. I was gonna say, I was like, who got this footage of me trying to do that for the first time? <laughs> when she tried to like starfish to like put it on, I was laughing so hard. That was hysterical. But can we talk about the opening scene? Oh my God. It well, for one, the movie opens on her waking up, and it's that classic like two thousands like yeah getting ready for the day opening thing Mm -hmm. which i don't know if they did that on purpose but to me it felt like it was on purpose it had to be it was because you know she's a 2000s like movie queen yeah yeah i'm sure she's done a very similar scene in some other movie i'm Um, pretty sure she had a similar scene in um confessions of a teenage drama queen i'm not gonna lie exactly so we see her get ready and she's, you know, talking on the phone and then the team, the glam team comes in and just everything about that. I was like, you know what? She suits that role pretty well. Like cause she she's glamorous. Yeah. Like she can pull off glamorous very well. Um, when she when she was on the phone with Tad. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not spoiled as someone feeds her champagne. She's like, I'm a normal person, eats caviar, <laughs> eats caviar for breakfast, has a glam squad, and then, like, someone is literally giving her champagne, like, she can't hold the glass herself. Mm-hmm. She's on the phone, Katie. Oh, God. Obviously. And she's getting her nails done. I know, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> my God. What was um, I thinking? The audacity. God. Tad is such a, like, like it's it's funny because it's such a like frat boy white guy name yeah but it's really just like a very like white boy name but like he is very influencer obsessed with his image yeah yeah himself exactly and he i mean to be fair he she's she's contemplating like oh my dad wants me to work at the hotel he's giving me the what was the title vice president of atmosphere yes (laughs) which cracked me the hell up well even she said that she didn't think it was a real position that he just made it up so that she could work there i'm like like, honey yes that's exactly what it is but you know even though his his reasons were selfish because he obviously wants her to become an influencer so that he can be attached to her and then gain his own following and blah 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 like he at least was like encouraging her to 
not do something that she didn't want to do. I don't know. But yeah, it was still in benefit and, you know, benefit to him. So. Well, he attached, he wanted to be attached to, she was an heiress. So it was just mm-hmm. really funny because like pieces of it were very like pulling for the early 2000s Paris Hilton kind of thing. Yeah. Like trying to get that. Cause she's like, you know, she's the heiress to the Hilton. Um, like empire. I don't know. Right. But it's the same thing. Like the Belmont is this like swanky upscale ski resort in Aspen. Right. Mm -hmm. And like she doesn't know what she wants to do. And then she's got this like influencer boyfriend person who like. I don't even know. (laughs) He was so annoying the whole time, too. But I was just like, my God. To me, I felt like he was annoying in the beginning and in the end. When he was attached to her, Mm -hmm. he was very, very annoying. But then when he was, like, out, like, roughing it with Ralph, I was like, now this storyline I can get behind. (laughs) (laughs) Low key, I was like, I hope this is, like, the the B-side romance that happens because I I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. I was like, why do they have more chemistry than anyone else in this movie? My God. Really did. I was like, oh my god. Like, why am I shipping Ralph and Tad? Like <laughs> I wanted it. Um funny. So like when so she has to they're supposed to take like do like a photo shoot or something. And they were supposed to do it at the hotel, and she's like in a very snow bunny outfit, right? Mm-hmm. Like this hot pink. Really tight, fluffy hat, fluffy coat kind of outfit, right? So then he was like, no, we're going to go somewhere else and take pictures elsewhere. So they hop in his Christmas-looking Maserati. Oh, my God. That Maserati, (laughs) when it pulled up, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) It looks like it's red with green racing stripes. Christmas. He's like, it's my Christmas car, duh. Like, (laughs) Oh, my God. And he has like a snowmobile on it right oh god so they're gonna go to like some remote area obviously because you already know like oh this is gonna go perfectly oh yeah right people who very clearly do not get well in skiing yeah going to a remote location that's just recipe for disaster come on (laughs) right so they like drive out there and then when they like get to a place where they're going to like unload the um the snowmobile snowmobile. (laughs) and he was like do you know how to unhook a snowmobile and she's like no look like a person who knows unhook a snowmobile and then he walks over and he starts yelling at the snowmobile to like unhook itself and she's just like it's not siri (laughs) it's not voice activated he's like i don't know just wait so eventually like they get the snowmobile right unhooked and like they're driving somewhere and he's like oh let me check the map where it is he's like oh there's no cell service and we're like you're in the middle of literally nowhere in the middle of a forest and you think you're gonna have cell service my good Mm -hmm. man so he's like i think it's this way and you're just like oh no And then that really terribly animated snow falls off the sign. It's like, danger, don't go this way, but return back. <laughs> when they take off and then the ice comes off the sign, I was like, oh, well, that's unexpected. <laughs> danger, don't go this way. End of line, end of 
Cliff, you will die. Please go back. <laughs> go back. Don't, Don't go any further. <laughs> and so, like, they're on top of this, like, mountain or hill or whatever. And she, for some unknown reason, has skis on. And, like, he's taking photos of her. It's for the pic. Oh, my bad. It's it's for the gram, Katie. Obviously. So it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> None of this movie made sense. Um, so then he thinks it's, like, the perfect time to propose. And watching him try to kneel was, like, how tight are your pants, bro, that you can't kneel normal? Well, clearly, like, his legs are frozen. Or, yeah. like, he's in snow pants, yeah. you know? And snow pants are the most... Uh, giving materials (laughs) and he's like cold and he's like like, falling into the snow yeah so he like proposes to her gives her this like monstrosity of a ring and her first thought is it doesn't fit and he's like oh well we can get it resized well what was funny about that is like that's such a cliche right when a movie's trying to tell you that the couple is clearly not right because the ring size would be perfect if it was meant to be yeah right I've seen that happen in other, like, shows and movies. So at first I just thought, oh, okay, that's just supposed to be, like, a metaphor for the fact that they're clearly not the right couple. But then she starts to fall back and he grabs her hand and the only thing that stays is the ring and the ring just goes boop. And she falls down a hill. I love the whole, like, oh, my God, mystery, amazing, out of nowhere, snowstorm, blizzard thing that's happening. And it it reminded me very much of um, when the twister just, like, happened in Korea in Crash Landing on. Yes. <laughs> right as she was in the air parachuting. Yeah, she was like, oh, mystery, m- amazing tornado that's going to take you to North Korea. Like, what? <laughs> So snowstorm. So she like, like falls down the mountain, and then he does too, like the opposite way. He and fell, when like through, like what were they standing on a snow plank? And it just, <laughs> he through the mountain. Literally just goes through the snow. It's like were you standing on like a cliff that just gave out? Like I don't understand. So she like falls backwards like head over heels head over heels rolling 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 losers or skis whatever and then lands face first into a tree and is like unconscious right right and he ends up somewhere else doesn't hit a tree obvi um so that's when our lovely male protagonist cord overstreet uh, is on a sleigh ride with two people the uh from the hotel resort. Oh God, it cracked me up. It cracked like for one, they were doing the whole thing of like, is this safe? And he's like, definitely. <laughs> Don't look at that thing that just snapped off. Yeah. Uh, but then what cracked me up is they're they're doing the sleigh ride. You know, they're like jingle bells, jingle bell, and then he's like, wait, and he sees like her body. And they're looking at him like, excuse me, we were about to hit the chorus. Like, <laughs> And then the girl is just like, is that a dead body? And I was like, it could be. Like, it's it could not be. Like, Damn, and you want to sing Jingle Bells? Like, <laughs> They were like, we're not picking up a dead body. Like, this was not in the brochure. This was not in the B&B experience, okay? <laughs> we didn't buy the dead body package. Um... It's so, a ghost tour, you didn't know. <laughs> so he like turns her over and she's like unconscious and she has like dirt all over her face and one tiny 
little scratchy <laughs> on her forehead, right? And so he, like, radios, we need ski patrol, like, code three, blah, blah, blah. Like, we found a person who's unconscious, right? So, like, Tad is somewhere, yeah. right, in the forest. Don't know how he got so dirty falling on snow, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, no idea. But like probably the branches he hit? I don't know. Maybe. But you know what I do when I only have 2% battery left? I record a video to my followers to let them know that if they find my body on a mountain, <laughs> that this video is my last will and testament. And then it cuts out. <laughs> exactly. Because he's like, how can you have a forest with no, with no, like, signal? Cell tower. Cell tower. <laughs> it's like... Oh, buddy. Priorities. Priorities. I was like, sweet, sweet honey child. Like, no. You sweet, exactly. sweet summer child. Um, But yeah, so she's like, gets taken to the hospital, right? And the thing that, that, that baffles me about this whole, like, amnesia thing, mm-hmm. right, is, is... One, her hair looks absolutely perfect in the in the hospital, right? It, After I was having obsessed with it, obsessed with how perfect her hair looked. I was like, girl, those waves held. <laughs> yeah. After having like tumbled down a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. So she's got like perfect beach waves on her hair. Also, I couldn't get over how like large her um the 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 bandage around her head was and how it was like and it's like a tiny scratch and how it was like really wide on one side and not on the other and how it was like like off center it was so i was just like the bandage on her head is just like a a mess but but also like she can't remember who she is but she also knows that she is definitely a rich heiress person because that's still the behavior that she had well i mean that's kind of it. Kind of similar to like how that happened in Overboard, right? Like yeah. she still had a bit of her personality, yeah, but she just didn't know who she was. So it's like I guess that's just still ingrained in you, despite not knowing who you are. Like she kept saying things like, "Oh, I don't do bacon." She's like, "You don't remember who you are? How do you know you don't do bacon?" Like stuff would just kind of like naturally come out of her yeah where she was like i can't stay with you know a stranger or whatever i can't stay in this hotel like a prisoner like she just felt like i don't know she just felt clearly uncomfortable with the situation but if it were me and i got like seriously hurt didn't know who i am i would want to stay in the hospital i know is it just me like it cracked me up like we talk about how the plot of this movie is like way more ethical than overboard. But at the same time, the thing that bugs me is like the doctor was like, no, no, you can go. You can go to the Airbnb. We don't need to keep you. <laughs> she was like, please take her. She's an absolute nightmare to literally everyone please, already. Please take her despite, uh, you know, her not knowing who she is. And I'm medically responsible for the fact that she clearly has some sort of ba- brain thing going on. <laughs> Because it wasn't like she was there for like days. And this then she whole, woke up. This whole movie. That was what I was like. Like obviously, like it's gonna be a quick timeline because obviously, right. like. But my Christmas thing, season's only so long. Yeah, when her dad, like, he leaves on a business trip and then comes back, and he's like, "I've been gone for four days, and you can't find her." And I was like, "Holy shit! This movie took place in four days." <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, she's been gone for four days. That's it. They did a lot. They did a lot in four days. I was like, she learned how to do laundry and make a bed and then became like a whole different person in like literally four days. Learned how to flip pancakes. Um, mm-hmm. Also fell in love in four days. Oh, and yeah. My- as you do. How was tech just got for four days? Four days? But she was like uh, making all of these like like trying to make all these plans and decisions to like help save the ski lodge or whatever mm-hmm. to um i don't know to, about you but i can plan a party in six hours yeah to like court <laughs> let o- the whole town know <laughs> to like court overstreet and stuff and she's just like i think it would be the best i was like you don't know anything you've been here for five minutes literally, literally. i was like <laughs> i was watching this movie with my parents and my mom was like let go of the four days i was like i can't it's only been four days. <laughs> we also didn't talk about the fact that this plot was pushed forward by Santa. Yes. Magic Santa. secretly working about the town. You know, he, it's not like he has other things to do at Christmas. Yes. But he's in that town and he, you know, overhears a family... Or well, it's Cordova Streets. What what is his character's name? I can never remember. Jake, Jake, Jake Russell. Classic, classic name. Um, over here is Jake's daughter and uh, mother in law talking about making a wish. And out of all the thousands of people that were there to make a wish, he was like, ah, this one. This is the one that I need to help. <laughs> Man, man's trying to sell some chestnuts but also is like this woman this child needs a new mom asap exactly so the gust of wind that was knocks c- her over the mountain is santa hurling the wish out of the little pocket which to me i'm like if that were me i just put the thing on the tree and then suddenly the wind went <laughs> i would be like damn it like <laughs> my wish my wish but they're looking at it like uh, yeah, this is what normally happens. Doesn't this happen to your wish? <laughs> My wish immediately just comes out and goes to the sky. Is that not what happens to yours? No? Uh, yes. Because that's the look <laughs> they had, like, her and the grandma had on their face. They're like, oh, perfectly normal. Yeah. Perfectly normal. They're like, and three, two, one, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> My wish is definitely coming true. Did yours fly out, too? No. Yeah. No, I guess your wish isn't coming true. <laughs> Sucks suck. for you. <laughs> so that that gust of wind pushing that wish out into the universe, I guess, is the is the wind that knocks her off and causes knocks, head trauma. Causes yeah, because obviously it's gonna bring them closer together. Because who is gonna jump in and be the hero? It's all part of Santa's plan. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, sorry, there had to be some victims along the way, but you got there in the end and you fell in love, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, like, so meanwhile, like, while all this is going down, Tad is wandering around the forest, no cell phone service, <laughs> and he ends up finding a, like, ice fishing lodge mm-hmm. or, like, cabin. And he goes just like Kool-Aid man kicking the door down. He was like, oh my god, a person. Poor Ralph's just sitting there like, well, the he's, heck? He screams and throws the box of lures at him. Oh, that's right. Which gets like, <laughs> knocks him over, right? And then when he wakes up, he has like lures like in his, does he like, does he get knocked down? I think he just gets knocked down. 
And then he like yeah. stands up and he's like, my God, I never thought I would see another person again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he was like, he's would got you... like a whole thing in his eyebrow, like he a has... straight up new eyebrow piercing. <laughs> yeah. And then he faints. Yes. After he gets offered the cup of coffee and he's like, thank you. I like that when as he like, he goes, do you want me to get that lure out of your face? And he's like, what? He was like, there's a lure in your face. And he's like, oh. And then as he faints, he like takes the cup of coffee. Don't want to waste that. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, and he's going down taking that. (laughs) Thank you. This would be a big mess if we let this spill. Um, But yeah, but at least he kept his injury through the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas as soon as Lindsay, as soon as Sierra or Sarah ends up at the, at the North star lodge, her mysterious injury on her head is just healed because she's the main character. I don't care. She has she... main character healing abilities. She can't look damaged throughout the movie. That's not romantic enough. <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. I was like, her cut is healed. It's been five minutes. Her cut is completely healed. And my mom's like, let it go. I can't. Her cut is healed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. Um. Oh, also, there was like a random Netflix reference. They do that Netflix reference. A they- castle for Christmas. Yeah. As, her- as soon as I heard the da-dung, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I was like. This has happened in, like, so many Netflix Christmas movies where they're like, hey, by the way, you remember we're on Netflix, right? And we have other Christmas movies. (laughs) Yes. I was wondering if they were going to stitch this into the the, A Christmas Prince, uh, Princess Switch universe, but they did not. No. Unfortunate. Not enough for a franchise, I think. Damn it. I know. Too bad. They could have, hey, they could have had a whole spinoff with Tad. I'm just saying. I, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much, but they could have done it. They could have done it. Possibly. <sighs> so, yeah, she she goes through the whole thing of trying to act normal, which really is not normal for her at all. But she, you know, becomes a better, more caring person through working with Jake. And Jake is very selfless and volunteers and helps the town and the the resort that he runs is struggling which we saw at the beginning he went to the belmont guy Bo. I forget what his name was Bo. Bo. Bo belmont and asked him to invest and he kind of blew him off definitely blew him off mm-hmm. um so he has to figure out like how am i gonna make this resort continue you know, he's fallen in love with it. It was his dead wife's, like, family thing. In thing. Yeah. Um, and he fell in love with it, and he didn't want to give it up. Um, well, it becomes abundantly clear why they're having financial difficulties towards the end of the movie when everyone at the Christmas party, right, is giving them money. They were like, we didn't have enough money to go on a on a honeymoon but you gave us our best suite and didn't charge us anything and i was like here we go the whole reason bro don't got no money is because he doesn't charge anyone for anything like someone's like i took ski lessons from you three years ago and you refused to take payment and i was like let his business he's not a good businessman 
Like, listen, there's volunteering, and then there's just having people bleed you dry, man. <laughs> I was like, this guy is not a good businessman. Like, as they were giving him the he's, checks, he's a nice I was person, like, but no, I mean, okay, there's there's like a line, okay. So, totally. like, I get it, like, being nice, helping out your community, all of that stuff, like, helping people out. Like, I could see, like, the people that didn't have enough money to go on a honeymoon, like, comp them some stuff to, like, make it a better experience. Or, like, upgrade them. Upgrade them. Not yeah. just full-on give them, like, a week honeymoon for free. Exactly. Exactly. Bro, we need to talk about your business sense. Like, I don't own a business, but I'm just saying, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Um, so they, let's see. So they go through the whole montage of, you know, she, she has random moments where she remembers things. Like, I think her mom was like the one key thing that she clearly remembered, even though. Yeah. She maybe didn't know like her mom's name or her name, but she like remembered her mom and like the essence of her mom and the love for Christmas and the snow globe and things like that. But for the most part, you know, Jake's taking her through the town they do like the toy wrapping event and that lady's like you know it would be so nice if um like he does so much for the town it would be so nice if the town could show him some kindness back that he shows and she turns and looks at him like this is where the plot's going (laughs) (laughs) i know i can design a party in five minutes to help save the inn Mm -hmm. she's like what a great idea lady Let's do this. <laughs> and the mother-in-law, who was very sweet, I really liked that mother-in-law, mm-hmm. um, was showing her the book of all of the, like, wedding invitations or, like, pictures from big moments of, you know, things happening at that inn for over three decades, which is really sweet. And they get the idea to, like, invite all those people who had nice times there at the inn and like the community and basically to hold like a fundraiser for this inn and (laughs) this part cracked me up right because i know the plot moves quickly because it's four days Uh uh-huh so she goes to him with the idea and is like hey like i think this would be really great it's a good way to like you know raise money to save this inn He's like, no, no, no. I don't want these people thinking I need a handout. Sir, you do. He's like, I'm you not a it. charity case. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, sir. You kind of are. It's You are. It's fine. Um, he's clearly got a lot of pride. So then he storms off after saying, you know, you can't even remember your name, let alone blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, bro. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> That's harsh. Um. She storms off. He goes into his office all pouty. The mother-in-law comes in and is like, listen. (laughs) She basically gives him like a little bit of a talk. And he comes out of that room and is like, change my mind. She's like, you were just, you just insulted me five minutes ago. And now you're changing. (laughs) Like he, it's like in the span of 10 minutes, he goes from like, no, never to yeah no i think it's a great idea well i mean she even did the whole like i think it's best if i leave and i'm like i'm like honey where are you gonna go you don't know who yeah. you are where you are where you're from what you do like exactly. you, you can't leave like she goes back to the hospital is like can i come back <laughs> like, 
It's the only other place she knows. I just, the one thing that baffles me is that she met the mayor, the sheriff, and like all of these people, and no one has any damn idea who she is. I was like, is she just the Belmont's mystery daughter that no one's ever met? Like, what is this? say, like, they have to know who she is. They didn't know. They had no idea until. Even if they don't like her. Yeah. Like, you know the like the heiress of the biggest resort in your town. Yeah, no like, idea. Especially given <laughs> given the fact that at the end when they do figure out who she is, there's a whole breaking news press conference. Yes. It, which would there be would it be breaking news? They're like breaking news, this lady who none of you know, we found her. <laughs> This lady that no one knew was missing has been found. And, like, give it up to the staff who were, like, I think she's off with her boyfriend that they have, like, no idea. And, like, she's like, just we been... We just thought she wanted some private time. Like, she's just been MIA for, like, three days until the dad comes home. And he's like, where's my daughter? She's not answering her phone. And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> but also, she's, like, gotta be 35. Yeah. Mid- like, minimum, right? Like... yeah. I can't think of how old Lindsay Lohan is, but she can't be that much older than me or like not, not too close to my age. Well, I I mean, it's one of those like overprotective CEO dads who's like only daughter and like the wife died when she was, you know, when the daughter was very young. So he's like overprotective of her and he's like the, 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 the staff person where he was just like, what do you want me to do? Call the police. Like what? Like dude, like, Like, it was funny because I think it was my mom who was like, I thought that the dad was just some, like, stuck up, like, rich guy. But she's like, he actually cares. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I do. No. What? Go ahead. Go no. Ahead. Go ahead. I said I do appreciate the fact that as soon as, like, the, the, um, like, the, uh, Tad, like, when they find him, when he explains, like, what happened to the sheriff, the sheriff's like, mm. He put two and two together because like uh the dad was also there and he's like mm. oh i know where your daughter is just kidding i know who she is <laughs> <laughs> he's like i got it i got it um no what cracked me up about the dad was at the end he says to her i wrote it down specifically he <laughs> says i promised your mother i would take care of you um yeah you're her father i hope you do <laughs> please please take care of our daughter yeah duh (laughs) i mean we've seen many movies where they were like take care of my child and they're like absolutely effing not don't care if i'm the biological parent nope boarding school (laughs) well usually it's like the step parent that does that i know in a storyline it's like yeah, like, take care of my daughter and it's the stepmother or whatever. But this is, like, her biological dad. Like, I, I promised your mother I'd take care of you. If I didn't make that promise, you'd be out on the streets. Like, <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> my God. Also, she, like, this was back to back. I was, like, I was just doing a comedy bit at this point. Like, she says to her dad, sorry, dad, I didn't tell you about my engagement. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you were too busy falling off the side of a mountain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Forgetting who you are. Just cracked me up. Some of the writing. I was like, gee. I know. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't get a chance to tell you that I was engaged. 
like, girl, you literally forgot who you were. What were you supposed to do? Even he brought it up when, like, they had almost kissed, right, under the mistletoe. And he was like, I can't do this. Like, what if you're with what somebody? What if you're with somebody, yeah. Yeah, so, like... Jake was a good a good guy. His mood swings were a little hard to follow, right? In yeah. certain parts. But like overall, like he was a pretty decent person. He's, yeah. Um, I agree. Although when when they went in for the the first mistletoe kiss, yeah. I don't know. Did you feel like they had chemistry? No, and not at all. Yeah, when they went in, I was like li- like they were fine getting to know each other but then when they did the mistletoe kiss i was like uh, like, <laughs> like i literally couldn't look at it like i couldn't look at them yeah it just felt wrong the you know who had the most chemistry her and the daughter that's who had the chemistry true they ha- they were very sweet like their their scenes together were really nice yeah i would agree with that because she kind of just talked to her like a human being, you know? Sometimes when they talk to kids, they're like, oh, sweetie, and what do you do? <laughs> Gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, especially in Christmas movies, they kind of tend to, like, inf- like m- make the child seem a lot younger than they actually are. But they're, like, clearly, like, a 10, 12-year-old child. Like, a 10 or 12, like, they're not like, I love ponies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Stuff like that. Um, so she figures out who she is eventually. They whisk her off back to her her regular life. And she obviously has changed deep down fundamentally. You know, she yeah. wakes up. She makes the bed. She makes her own breakfast. It shocks everyone. <laughs> she wants to go for a more simple outfit, which I'm like... Okay. <laughs> I was like, you mean just wear cl- clothes? But like, even if you've, ch- even if you've like changed, right? And you've mm-hmm. kind of been grounded a little bit and someone presents you a very nice dress, you're not going to be like, I don't wear nice dresses anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have a heart, clearly. <laughs> I did like her outfit though, the one at the oh, end. She it was fantastic. It was cute, but just like she looked great. It was just funny. She was like, "I'm looking for something more simple." Like she like, <laughs> she was like, and the girls like, "Damn, okay." Like I had this flown in from Milan, but all right. <laughs> She's like, "Fine, throw it in the trash, whatever." <laughs> God, just trying to do my job. Um, so yeah, she cooks herself breakfast and everyone's like, whoa, and she has the press conference and she's clearly overwhelmed because Tad is obviously very take the reins kind of a guy and is like, sweetie, we're engaged. It's amazing. We're going to go off and have a photo shoot. We're going to go off and do this. We're going to. And she's like, uh huh. Yeah, we he definitely proposed. He proposed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then she obviously kind of figures it out. She's like, nah, I don't think this is the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. And the breakup was pretty funny because she was like, Tad, you'll be fine by New Year's Eve. And he's oh, yeah. like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and then he asked the like assistant to come with him. Yeah. And I was like, I knew it. 
Like, I knew he, like, because he kind of, like, not flirted with him before, but he kind of, like, I think, the if anything, he, like, flirted with Tad a little bit uh-huh. before. So I was like, there was, there was something there. Um, not as not as good as something as he had with Ralph, though. I'm telling you, him and Ralph, they were they were more chemistry than anyone. Yep. Um, it was just so funny. He was like, he was like, bye, Tad. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he put his arrested. wrists up on the thing, and he was like, your bla- your bracelets. Your bracelets. <laughs> um. So well, good. then the daughter is like, I wished for. Like, I, I didn't make the wish for me, Dad. I wished for you to find love, which is definitely what every kid is doing. No. That's, like, always the plot of these movies where they have a kid. Yeah. They're like, my wish is for you to find love at Christmas. And I'm like, I was not thinking that. As a child, I was thinking about what toys I'm going to get. Is it just me? <laughs> why, why are you so selfish? This isn't about you. It's about the dad finding love at Christmas. Because Truly. the same damn thing. It's not thing, the Christmas spirit, I guess. <laughs> the same damn thing happened in Princess Witch, okay? Exactly. Um, honestly, this was giving the first Princess Switch vibes with the overboard, for sure. Yeah. Um. So she's like... Dad, you like her, right? Like, you definitely, you know, do. And he's like, yeah, I do, but... but, but. She's like, you need to go. We need to go. <laughs> and then they find the sleigh parked outside. And they're like, where did this come from? And I'm like, damn, Santa, he's trying to work hard for you. <laughs> I was like, magic Santa, Santa, Avi. Obviously, gosh. And I don't even remember him actually riding the sleigh, do you? <laughs> Yeah, they did. They took the sleigh like him and the daughter did to the to the thing because the roads have been like the roads were impassable. Oh, and I was like, if they're impassable via um, car, then I'm, I, I'm no, you know, I don't live in the snow. But if somebody does, would they also be impassable for a sleigh horsey situation? No idea. Like, the snowmobile, I get. Like, that would work. Mm -hmm. But the sleigh with the horsey, like, does that work? It's more Christmassy that way, I guess. Yeah, it's more more romantic and Christmassy. Um, So he runs there, and he starts to make his whole confession to, like, the Hummer limo. And then the window rolls. I thought the window was going to roll down. It was going to be the dad. That would have been so funny. Right? I thought it was going to be the dad, and the dad be like, who are you? And why do you like my daughter so much? You know, like yeah. that kind of thing. But it was Tad <laughs> and the guy. And he's like, wow. I'm fl- <laughs> Doesn't he say something like, wow, I'm flattered, but I'm But clearly- I'm, ta- I'm seeing someone now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so then Santa happens to be there, of course, because he's like, well, my first pass at this uh, didn't go. So now I need to make this move along. <laughs> Yes. Guides her to where she is. And uh, he, you know, they confess to each other, right? I think it's like they kind of confess yeah, to each other. Um, She's like, I'm staying. What are you doing here? <laughs> I love you. I've even though I've only known you for five minutes. See, like, it, 
I don't I don't know why it has to end with I'm falling in love with you kind of a thing. It could literally just be like, hey, I really like you. And if you're no longer taken, like, would you be willing to tr- like try things out with me? I think I'm, you know, really like I don't know, like it could be so realistic like that. And I'd be like, perfect. But no, we have to go straight to love. Yep. I am falling in love with you. Now I can kiss you. yeah and that kiss was hella awkward i don't some people were saying that they think that there was a body double for the kiss but i watched it again and it's because they like they like change camera angles like four times and there's one or two times where it kind of does look like a stunt double (laughs) (laughs) but then they like change i don't know why they changed so many angles like, it wasn't, like, a K-drama where they're, like, we have to show it over here in slow motion, and then over here, and then a wide shot. Like, it's not like that. It was, like, four, like, click, 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 like, cuts. I don't it was know. very strange. So. I don't know. Go back and watch it and look and see. Because <laughs> I saw that comment, and I was, like, excuse me? Because, <laughs> to be fair, was I watching them kiss? No. I was deeply uncomfortable, so I looked down. (laughs) (laughs) It was uncomfortable because it just, like, after four days, and you're just like, hmm, hmm. All right. They're in love. (sighs) And then it ends with the line, Merry Christmas. And she's like, it's one I'll never forget. And I'm like, (laughs) I throw up in my mouth a little bit. get it guys because she had amnesia it's one all net oh my god i was like <laughs> as soon as she said it i was like i was like you'll forget it if you get amnesia again girl i was like dang i liked it until that line like <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> that had- then again oh go ahead i was like that had the same energy as hang on spider monkey or whatever from twilight yeah. <laughs> the same You're energy oh we're just like, <laughs> it's one I'll never forget. God, but the bloopers at the end were hysterical. I, I, I was like, okay, why wasn't there more of this? Like they're funny as heck. Yeah, you know, especially Cordover Street. Like he's really funny. Mm-hmm. And the bloopers, he was being very playful. And I'm like, when they did the whole like food fight scene, yeah, they had like a smidge of that, but really it was like. That's kind of a Christmas movie trope, too. Look, my thing about food fights is is you're making a mess, but you're going to have to clean that shit up. Exactly. But why is that such a trope? I don't know. In Christmas movies, they're like decorating cookies or they're making their gingerbread house and they're like <laughs> tossing the candy at each other and getting the frosting on each other and stuff. When she, like, full-on just, like, tried to empty that piping bag onto his face, I was like, whoa, whoa. I th- it felt like she was trying to just, like, swipe his nose and just, like, put a bit on there, but then the piping bag was like... Because <laughs> then in the blooper, he's like, he's like, sorry, do I have something on my face? Court Overstreet is so funny. He was wonderful in Glee. Like... He was. He was. He was so great. And, like, he hasn't really done a lot, so... No. He was wonderful in this. Like, I have yeah. to say, like, I'm. they didn't have chemistry. I'm so sorry. 
but like they did a good job i mean yeah i mean like they the characters didn't really have chemistry with each other but overall like i thought that this was a a good welcome back to the world of acting for Lindsay lohan um she looks very very different than she did before and she's been through a lot in her life so it's not surprising exactly um it was wonderful to see Cord Overstreet in something because it's been a long time. I didn't recognize him at first. Like when he came up with the skiing gear. Yeah. And all that. I was like, who's this? And then he took he took the helmet off and I was like, whoa. It's that dude from Glee. Um, I was dying over the fact that the dad. So the dad is played by Jack Wagner. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, what do I know this guy from? And so I was looking through his like Wikipedia page and I was like, this this man is a hardcore soap opera star. Oh. He's been on Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless. I don't watch any of that. But no. he was in uh, when, uh, when the Heart Calls, which I was oh. addicted to for multiple seasons. And he was he was one of the main characters in that one. So there he was a, a supposed second love interest for the main character, which um sorry, you can't compete with the sexy mounty guy, sorry. Mm-hmm. That's right. He played the dad very well though. I liked him. Yeah. He did. That that blooper of him with <laughs> where he was like, Excuse me, can you tell the hot muscly man behind me he is ruining my clothes? <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. That was very funny. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like with these Christmas movies, right? We always go into it expecting the worst. But like sometimes the worst can be the best. Like our dying in love for the Princess Switch and the Christmas Prince, right? Where they like, they know they're ridiculous. So they yeah. lean into it. This was a bit more serious in terms of like Mm -hmm. they were taking themselves very seriously kind of a thing it felt very wholesome very like we gotta play it safe kind of a thing um i wish they brought in a bit more humor like i said like from what i saw in the bloopers they it looked like they had a blast filming the movie Uh uh-huh I wish they brought a bit more of that like into the script because the stuff with Tad was it felt so tonally different than the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it kind of it doesn't fit in as well. It's very good on its own. Like the stuff with him and Ralph is hysterical, but the stuff with him and Lindsay Lohan at the beginning and the end of the movie, it doesn't fit because it's tonally so different. Mm hmm. And so I feel like if they added a bit more of that humor throughout the middle of the movie, it would have balanced a lot better. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion. Um, but overall, I mean, it, it was it definitely wasn't the worst thing we've watched. I mean, it's not the worst one that I've seen. It was definitely better than A Castle for Christmas, for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anything will ever hold a candle to snow bands because that one was just atrociously bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wasn't like there, there are times when we watch some of these where I'm like struggling to like focus. Like I keep Mm -hmm. wanting to look at my phone. I'm like, no, I have to, I have to pay attention. This one, I felt like it kept my interest Mm -hmm. pretty well. So overall, not a bad time. Yeah. 
agree. Um, we did have a Mean Girls reference. Yes. Where she was singing uh, Jingle Bell Rock in the car. And I thought that was kind of nice. Yes. Because this is her kind of comeback. And so it was nice that they like kind of made those references. I feel like there was some other references that were maybe in there, but I'm not sure. Because some people said that they found... I think she was making, I, it's very possible that she made like minimal, like minor references to some of her other previous roles. Like some people were thinking the laundry room scene with with the bubbles and everything was a reference to Just My Luck. Oh, maybe. I think it is. Um, or a very at the very least, a slight nod, uh-huh. you know. Um, but I like that because like Lindsay Lohan like had a really good career, you know, back in the... The 2010s, and so it was kind of nice that they were like, "Hey, like, let's let's include you singing this song because like it's low key iconic." <laughs> yeah. So i I enjoyed that. I'm trying to see over my notes if there's anything else to mention. Oh, they had that like flashback montage of like her whole I, four days with him, and I was like, "Girl, crack me the heck up." Because, like, we're used to that in K-dramas, right? Yeah. Where, like, they'll do that flashback montage when things are going wrong or it's a dramatic moment. But, like, you're spending, like, 16 hours with these characters, you know, versus, like, these people have known each other for three and a half days. <laughs> yeah. They're like, look at all these moments. And I'm like, it, I would feel something more if they had more chemistry you know but because they didn't i was just like yeah cool remember when they (laughs) remember when they stood together over here (laughs) remember when they stood together over there yeah that's crazy oh my god their relationship wow yeah so that was funny i don't have anything else to mention did you have anything else to mention before we wrap this up no sweet all right so we have two more movies to watch in this lovely series of us doing christmas movies so keep looking forward to that uh not telling you what they are but have fun looking them up Uh, anyway that's going to wrap up this week's episode of tea time the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website anchor.fm slash tea time with kc uh that has changed by the way so that's our new website uh, feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at Tea Time with KC or at Facebook at facebook.com slash Tea Time with KC. If you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links are in the show notes. And you can also email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the Geek2Geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts, streamers, and bloggers. And until next time, bye! When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. 
well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.